Hey, I'm Max. And I'm Cade. Hey, Cade, didn't some kids make fun of you the other day at the playground because of your wardrobe? Yeah, I was wearing some pretty disappointing clothing, so uh, in order to step up my style and compete with the kids, I went online to onceuponatea.net. For those of you who don't know, Once Upon a Tea offers you the chance to support artists and their designs on things such as men's and women's apparel, posters, blankets, tote bags, coasters for beer drinkers like myself, and a whole lot more. Every week they offer brand new designs inspired by movies, TV shows, video games, and more. They're giving us the chance to save you 10% while shopping at onceuponatea.net by entering promo code RAGCHU at checkout. That's promo code RAGCHU for 10% off. Support independent artists and, of course, the podcast by shopping at onceuponatea.net. Now, let's jump into the episode. And if you are as curious as a kitty cat as I am, make sure to go follow us on social media at Ragju Podcast. I'm Max, and did Noah include termites on the ark? Because I could see a little problem there. <laughs> That's a good point. Hey, I'm Cade, and uh, Canadians say sorry so much the law was passed in 2009 declaring that an apology can't be used as evidence of admission to guilt. Sorry to have to tell you that, eh? Sorry, I murdered you, eh? <laughs> That's all I can think about is like, oh, I'm so yeah. sorry, I murdered sorry, you. Sorry, I could see, yeah, I could see why they would do that though, because, yeah, you know, if you're sitting there and it's like, just the slightest inconvenience, it's like, sorry, and it's like, are you saying sorry because you murdered this person? It's like, sorry, 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 oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry, 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 sorry. I do the same thing that, like, actually, funny enough that you say this. I, I was thinking today, because I went to go get gas, and being raised in the South, I was always taught you just hold the door open for whoever's behind you or if someone's coming into the door. Always taught that. Yeah, yeah, go for it. And figure. given with the whole COVID thing, I feel like it's even more of a nice thing to do for somebody, so they don't have to touch the door. Get out of town. Get out of town. So what I did this morning, I'm walking out of the gas station, because <clears throat> this is going to be a little bit of a thing. Uh, going back to an old rant, I never buy gas ever at the pump since someone stole my credit card number, but that's besides the point. Um, it ends in six, four. No, I'm kidding. And oh, <laughs> write that down. Like address, sir. Please CVV is eight, nine. <laughs> no, we, um, uh, I, I held the door open for this lady and well, I didn't know she was there, but I kind of like did that like, oh, Hey, and touched the door at the last second to try and push it open a little bit more. And I completely missed it, and I looked like an absolute klutz, like, falling out of the door. But I was like, oh, sorry about that. Sorry I couldn't hold the door. And she was like, it's fine. But I, I realized in my They're head... They're not I was used like, to it down here. No, no, not at all. But I'll say, I, I I don't know. I realized I apologize a lot for things that I, I don't need to apologize about. Or if I scoot past someone behind them, I go, oh, sorry. You know, as I scoot behind them or something. But I'm like... I feel like you just made me think, am I Canadian somewhere in me? Like, because I go, oh, sorry about things I don't need to apologize about at all. I understand. I think that's just you being like a genuinely like nice person. Like, I I think that uh, your intentions are good. And when you feel like maybe you inconvenience someone like people down here in uh, in Florida, I feel like just don't get it. Like, I'll tell you, when I go visit my mom and my sister in Tennessee, like it's different. 
it's just different. It's like a different kind of like Southern charm where yes. people wave at people that they don't know and hold the door for people because it's a normal thing for them to wear down here. Somebody can go in the, in the door, like four feet in front of you and be like, hold the door yourself, asshole, you know? And, uh, down here, I, I, I do the same thing sometimes, but like, I'll say sorry. And then think to myself, like, what? why did I say sorry? Why? Like, why? Like, why am I sorry? Like yeah. it's, and I, and, and maybe I feel like you probably feel the same way and we're probably in the same boat when I say um, it's like a genuine, like feeling bad for maybe not following through on like doing something nice or something just because that's what we are ingrained in our DNA. Unlike some of these uncultured swines that live down here. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. You know, I'll say though, I, I agree and disagree with you. So I'll say it's all depending on where you are in Florida. Because true, that's true. That's in like true. Orlando, some people you'll get that right, and I think a lot of that is people who are from here in Florida and they were raised in Florida or raised within the southern, southeastern hemisphere, you know, south hemisphere, southeastern area of the U.S. I feel like you get that, but in I feel like, and this is my hypothesis, I think a lot of people who come down from your northern states. You're, you're typical people because a lot of people have transplanted and moved to Florida from like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, that kind of stuff and moved to Florida. And I think, and that's where it's kind of lost in translation. Cause when I go up to New Jersey to go visit my wife's family or go up there, it's a whole different ball game, man. If I tell someone, thank you, or I say, yes, ma'am, people look at me like I'm a dumbass. <laughs> like it's the, it's the weirdest no, I'm 100% serious no it's true yeah I, people I look it. at me like I have six heads like when I order something I say oh yeah th uh, can I get this please thank you or when they ask me do you want, do you want more water yes ma'am thank you they look at me like what is wrong with you why are you telling me this and I think the people who are transplanting down here don't have that same mindset like I was actually my wife and I were having discussion the other day is I was taught to use manners like my dad I think he's listening. Hopefully, Dad, if you're not, I'm gonna be really mad at you if you don't listen to the podcast. You're not my dad anymore. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it, I was taught by him, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, thank you, please. You know that kind of stuff. Hold the door open for people. I was taught that, and if I didn't, I'd get a glare or I'd get a "Who do you think you are, Maxwell?" You know, that's that's what I would get. And I went to a karate school where it was that way. If we didn't say yes, sir, you did ten push-ups. You know, and I, I it was just. I, it was ingrained in me. So yeah, yeah. it's really weird when people who don't have that mindset. And actually, I told my wife, I said, I, I really hope whenever we have kids, I want to make sure it's ingrained in them that they say, thank you. Yes, sir. Please. No, you know, no, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That kind of stuff. I, I, I want that ingrained in them like it was for me because it's just respect for other people. You know, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And it's um, I think that goes it goes, you know, in a lot of different directions. More or less, I think um, what it is is you're caring for your neighbor. Yes. And um, what is, uh, I'll be completely honest with you, I'm not really religious very much at all, but I know that the Bible says love thy neighbor, and I think that's something that not a lot of people do. And, uh, you know, it goes right back to the whole, like, wearing a mask thing. Like, doing that 
for uh, basically wearing a mask is is trying to take care of your neighbor love thy neighbor take care of each other we are a community we're supposed to support each other and and love each other and um you know man it's somebody's gonna listen to this and be like boy that's some hippie shit right there (laughs) and uh and you know what man that's okay i get it but uh I, uh, you know, yeah, love each other, man. That's all we, that's all we, that's all we need to do. It's all we, that's, that's all it takes. But, uh, yeah, man, I think that's where, uh, I think that's where that's rooted. And Max's dad, good on you, man, because my parents did the same thing and, uh, taught me to have respect for other people and, uh, to use good manners and to, uh, always be a gentleman. And that's what we do. So, uh, that's that, sir. <laughs> and that's how the cookie crumbles. Yes, indeed. No, I, I, that was ingrained in me. And yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm with you. That's that. But I, I think it's awesome whenever people do that for their kids. I think it's just a respect thing. It's what should be done. But, Agreed. Cade, I think we both are super excited right now for uh, the, well, for me, the baseball season is ongoing currently. And uh, for those of you who do follow baseball, the probably one person who's listening other than myself who watches baseball, um, you would know that my St. Louis Cardinals were out for like three weeks, almost a month of game time because a bunch of their players, I think it was up to 18 players in the end, ended up getting testing or testing positive for COVID-19. So hold on, hold on. For people like me who are not baseball literate, okay. Yes. So I've watched baseball. I uh-huh. grew up. Uh, my grandma in Georgia, uh, Warner Robins, Georgia. Huge Braves fan. Watched some Braves. Uh, never got too crazy into baseball, but that's okay. So how many people are on the roster? That's what I want to know. So it's all depending on who you're asking or during what time. So okay. as of right now, they have an expanded roster. So normally it's a forty-man roster. But this year they've expanded the rosters due to COVID, so they wanted more people to be able to be active if they needed to rotate people out, someone got sick, something along those lines. So I think they expanded it out to 42 or 40 players. I'm um, not going to lie to you. I never, around. ever would I have guessed it was 40. If, yes. you asked me to, if you asked me to guess a number, I think 25 would have been the max, I said. Well, the 40-man roster also includes, so once you said for, uh, I'm going to break this down a little bit for some people. The 40-man roster will include people who are even AAA, which is the level below Major League Baseball, you know, what everyone sees. Um, It includes people on there who can get called up at any time to go into the Major Leagues. So if somebody's not doing as good or having problems, and that's the one thing I'll say for me I find really interesting within baseball is... If a player's struggling and having a really hard time, well, as long as you designated someone to be on that 40-man roster, you could, the problem, one who's having a problem, you could send them down to AAA in order to hopefully play against, you know, some people who are the level below them in order to possibly get their confidence up, you know, start swinging better, seeing the ball better, so they're not affecting your major league roster. And you bring the person who's doing really good inside of AAA and who's on your 40-man roster and who you designated at the beginning of the season, you can send them up to the major leagues and have them play there, which is actually kind of interesting because it creates a good, um, what's referred to inside of the baseball industry as a farm system. So you rotate people in and out, you're giving people enough time to uh, train and learn because there's multiple levels of, of baseball skill levels, I guess is the way to describe it. There's 
single A short season rookie ball. Uh, there's single A ball. We, these are your, like your lowest levels. Then there's like double A, then there's triple A, and then like there's the major league. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of different levels that they can progress through in order to make it to the major league. But I think it gives players enough time to kind of get acclimated and get, you know, into, uh, you know, starting to see balls that are a lot better and playing against skill levels of people who are a lot better than you versus I think something like the NFL would really benefit with something like that because there's, there is a lot of rookie players who go in who are supposed to be really, really good. You know, I, I look at someone who I think a Jameis Winston uh, would have possibly done really well instead of a system like that, or even Lamar Jackson, you know, pre last year, two years ago would have done a really good job in playing against people at a little bit lower of a skill level and then ultimately progressing to that level. So you can hone your skills a little bit more. Yeah. It's something I feel like they, uh, they had something kind of like that for a very short time in NFL Europe. And they used that almost as a uh, farming type thing. And they shut down NFL Europe. I want to say like mid two thousands. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, I know that uh, it just to give you a good example. Um, I want to say Kurt Warner was one of the guys who played over in NFL Europe and played in the Arena Football League and had an opportunity to like develop and do his thing. And look at the guy um, ended up winning a Super Bowl and going to two others. So, yeah. I mean, like it's just an example of how sometimes things like that can be really advantageous for people to have more of an opportunity to grow. And I don't know. I feel like it's something that it comes up like all the time. Like it comes up. Um, every few years where they talk about, hey, that's something we're interested in doing, like logistically, how are we going to work it out? And the XFL was going to be the perfect opportunity for that to come to fruition and was actually doing extremely good uh, compared to the uh, AAF uh, just a couple of years ago, the Alliance of American Football, which Orlando finally got a good team. Florida as a whole finally got a good team. The Orlando Apollos, for those who forgot, um, by default declared the winners of the AAF single season endeavor. Um, And uh, they shut that league down. And I think that's what they wanted that to be. Uh, Steve Spurrier, the head coach for the Orlando Apollos, by the way. Anyways. um, Yeah, they had that. That was, um, you know, I think a thought process there. And then they, uh, the XFL, Vince McMahon started the XFL back up and it was doing extremely well. COVID hit. And um, it kind of shut everything down. Unfortunately, they had to file for bankruptcy. But great news on that front is if you haven't seen uh, folks out there, Dwayne Johnson, better known as The Rock, do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Um, The highest paid actor in Hollywood uh, right now um, has purchased. He's a a part owner. He's a, a shared owner of the XFL from Vince McMahon. Or I believe it was not even really that much. I think it was only fifteen million dollars they paid. Um, chump but, change, chump change. Yeah, right? right. I mean, considering the circumstance, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like that's that's great because if there's anybody who's going to be a face and a great marketer for a league, it's going to be him. And uh, it it gives me hope to have uh, that resurrected to where they, the NFL can have what you're describing. The baseball has like a good farm system where guys come out and maybe they're not necessarily ready. They go undrafted or something like that. They go play for this team and then they prove that they can play. And, and what was really cool is watching some of these guys who played in the XFLs, um, you know, the portion of the season that they had, some of the rules were a lot of fun, but, um, 
you know, got signed by NFL teams after that that league folded. And, uh, you know, they weren't on a roster or even considered prior to that and uh, and now have an opportunity. So it's it's stuff like that that's that's cool to see and it's good for everyone. So I hope that that comes back. And, uh, you know, just I guess playing off of what you said, it, it would be fun to have that. It's cool that baseball has that. And uh, I agree wholeheartedly. There's a lot of people who could benefit from something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just have to mention with the XFL, if I don't hear uh, Dwayne Johnson or Dwayne The Rock Johnson call at least one person a jabroni uh, <laughs> during this entire endeavor or any player a jabroni when they're acting up, I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to ask for a refund and talk to man. Talk to jabroni. I want him to wear a jersey that says jabroni on the back. I, that was one of my favorite things. <laughs> he used to call people in wrestling, you yeah. bunch of jabronis. <laughs> It was one of my favorite things. Yeah. It just, it's just such a ridiculous word. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But it was still fun anyways. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it's so interesting. So I, I thought I wanted to throw out this little fact since I am a St. Louis Cardinals fan. Since they did miss so many games, get ready for this, Cade. They're going to have to play 55 games in 44 days. And yeah, a those lot guys of those, are going to be worn out, dude. Uh, yeah, I expect injuries to occur. Anything, so because pitching, missed, I think most affected. No lie. No, agreed, agreed. Because pitching, for those who don't know, it's usually a five-man rotation. But with the expanded rosters, they're doing like six-man rotations of pitchers, so they go through different players. Because pitching takes a lot of endurance and takes a lot out of the body if you do it. And going back-to-back nights can you can really get injured. Especially with if you're slinging ninety miles an hour so accurately, your arm can get injured very easily. Yeah, there's a Besides, there's a reason your main guys don't don't go the whole game unless they're um, looking like they're going to throw a no hitter. You know. Oh yeah. It's, Nowadays, gotta, gotta hope you got a good bullpen. A pitcher never passes over a hundred pitches. They typically pull them out by the seventh inning, and typically with how productive pitchers are nowadays, it's no more than. 80 pitches, 85 pitches at the very most, but they never usually let them go over 100. Uh, versus back during Nolan Ryan's days, back during the 90s, the, that guy could go throw a complete game, all nine innings, and be throwing 121 pitches and be back again five nights later doing it all over again. But That's in, inhuman, inhuman. Yes. I just think it's really interesting how many games they're going to have to play, and a lot of that is double headers. So they're playing a game at 1 o'clock and then another game at 5 o'clock back to back and these players are having to play them over and over. So I thought it was interesting to hear it was 55 games in 44 days. And surprisingly, we're not doing too terrible for a team that, you know, had a three week rest period. Right. Do you got, I mean, let me ask you this. I know you're a cards fan. Um, how do you th- like expectation wise? Are you guys going to make a run at the postseason or no? Of the, my expectations of the Cardinals? Yes, absolutely. No, I don't think so. As much as I love them, uh, with all of my heart, and I've been a fan for the longest, longest time, I don't think so. I think a lot of our really good players and our stars are going to be worn out by the end of the season. And I also think that... How do I word this nicely? I also think it's it, we're, it's just it's a throwaway season. It's a throwaway season. And I, I really don't think so. I don't think we have the talent... I'll say I think general the the managers and that kind of stuff and owners of the organization don't want to spend the money on players that are actually going to win us championships. I mean, last year we got pretty close, but it was by the skin of our teeth. And it was only because we were hot. And baseball, for those who don't know, is a game of being hot. And if you 
are hot at the right time and everything is clicking and all the players are working together, you can win. But if it is a game of if you are losing night after night after night after night, it's only going to work get worse. Versus I look at something in like football, you have an entire week to kind of rest. Yeah. Versus these guys out. play 162 games a year. It's crazy. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy. Like I've you know, I say the same thing about um baseball and basketball is it's crazy to me that they play as many games as they uh, that they do and a lot of clubs um because there's so many games i think in a normal mlb season and a normal nba season you'd see uh, guys get rested because they know uh that they need a little bit of a break or so on and so forth but uh, considering the circumstances that they're in it's like well you know get out there and give us everything you got and if you're you know, your ankle cracks or arm falls off, then it is what it is. But, um, yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts that they got so many um, yeah. that they have to go through. It's yeah. it's crazy, man. I think it'll be cool. And hopping off baseball real quick, I know football is going to be starting off in, what, two weeks? Is it about two weeks from now? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. The Jags, um, in case anybody didn't know, it's the Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> Their uh, first game is September 13th. Uh, the okay. uh, NFL opener uh, Thursday night at Kansas City reigning Super Bowl champs go Chiefs. I was born in Kansas City, so I root for them too. Um, uh, they play the Texans on September 10th, Thursday night. That's the kickoff. So just about three weeks away, uh, we're looking at for a uh, yeah for kickoff NFL season. And a lot of teams have announced so far, I mean – as far as home openers or just for the month of September as a whole, they're not planning on having fans. And then they hope to potentially be able to open that up uh, to maybe 15 to 20% capacity. Um, obviously spread out quite a bit. Most stadiums hold anywhere from 65,000 to, uh, you know, around a hundred thousand, depending on where you go. So, you know, 20%, you know, they can do a pretty good job about spreading those folks out. I un- unfortunately this year, just based off of how things have gone, I've been a season ticket holder um, f- since about 2000, I think 11 or 12, if I'm not mistaken. Um, part of that time shared with my dad, and then I got my own seats for the last few years. Uh, I am not going to be able to probably go at all. You know, if things go well, then maybe I'll try to find a way, but uh, I think I'll be enjoying this season uh, on the couch with Denver. And uh, and we'll see how it goes. I just hope it happens, whether there's fans or not, man, I would I'd really honestly would just rather that it happen. And uh, sports is good for uh, morale, for the folks, not just us, but folks around the world. And and I'm looking forward to it, man. I hope it goes well. And, uh, you know, I love Gardner Minshew, man. I just (laughs) did you hear uh, about uh, Mayor Buddy Dyer? Uh, announced that the uh, MLS team, he's the mayor for Orlando, for those of you who don't know, uh, Orlando announced City. that uh, Orlando City is going to be able to do 20% capacity for the next three games at Exploria Stadium. Did you hear about that? I didn't hear about that, but yeah. I, I'd be very interested to see how it goes. And um, if I know anybody who goes to the game, I'm going to wait two weeks and see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait it out. I'll wait it out. Uh, yeah, wait it out and see how it goes, man. It's not I'll let that... everybody else be the guinea pig, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Same thing with um, you know, Vladimir Putin's, uh, you know, COVID vaccine. I'll, I'll wait and see if anybody else drops dead before, <laughs> you know, think about giving it a try. I saw something the other day for anybody who's not seen 
this that uh, Vladimir Putin claims Russia has already approved a COVID vaccine. And somebody said, I'd, I'd rather let Edward Scissorhands give me a pap smear than take <laughs> Vladimir Putin's COVID vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I make of that what you will, but <laughs> oh, um, oof, oof, yeah. that's all I can think right now. Oof, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> we'll see how that goes over in Russia. Keep your eyes on the oh, state my. of the world, folks. That yeah, we all but... might be getting pap smears soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. But yeah, oh, I don't know. My goodness. I guess the moral of the story is that uh, yes, we're happy. Sports is is back. Um, we hope that um, they can continue to do it uh, safely. And um, it, honest to goodness, I didn't think St. Louis would be the team that would get infected like they did. Agreed. The Marlins messed up pretty hardcore, and I was not surprised because I was like, well, those people in Miami, they don't know how to self-control over anything. <laughs> so I'm just the same. I'm expecting the Dolphins to be the ones that screw it up for everybody else in the NFL. But, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. It, it yeah. should be interesting. By the way, I just have to ask, because I think there's a lot of people curious about our segment with Diverwatch 2020. What is what's going on with Denver Watch 2020, Cade? We haven't gotten an update. I think it's been at least two weeks. Yeah, it's been two weeks. Um, and he's doing really good, man. He's doing great. It's it's awesome. He's starting to uh, he's starting to smile more. His favorite thing in the world right now is the ceiling fan. Um, I cannot. You know, you know what's crazy? It's like I was telling my mom about it. I was like, dude, and he loves the ceiling fan. He stares at the ceiling fan, and she's like, he likes it because he moves. And I was like, you don't understand. He likes it when it's not moving. Like, <laughs> That's just, what I was thinking. I was like, oh, he's got to like it because it's spinning, right? No. Like, it's the non-moving ceiling fan that he's like, the ceiling fan. Like, it's like his Jesus, I guess. You know, I don't I don't know. But he's like worshiping the, the ceiling basically, fan. Basically, like anywhere he goes, it's like ceiling fan. So, like, Patty and I joke all the time. We're like, well, we play, obviously, we play second fiddle to the ceiling fan because, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he uh, enjoys the ceiling fan. And, um... So I, you know, ironically enough, today started off um, really good. Today, like I went and um, I, I got him out of bed. Well, I fed him at like one this morning, and I didn't, I didn't go back to sleep. I just put him back down, and I was telling Max before the show that I've used the time in the morning to uh, enjoy some coffee, do a little bit of reading, uh, play a little video games. You know, that's that's been my me time that I, I enjoy. I give up a little bit extra sleep to have that time, and uh, everybody warned me before I came a parent that if you want that sort of time, you have to do that sort of thing. And um, so that's been my time. And, uh, you know, I enjoy it. And I, I'm tired in the evening, but it is what it is. And uh, but when I woke him up or when he woke up the second time, um, which was just about time for me to get ready for work, I went to go get him uh, out of bed. And uh, I mean, I got all kind of smiles from him. And it was like, what a great feeling, you know. And uh I've been wait Patty and I both been waiting for it to happen and he was in such a great mood this morning. He uh, was smiling, enjoying himself. He was sitting in his bouncer, he was laughing at the mirror, and then uh, his terrible parents took him to the doctor and uh, he got his two month shots. Oh, what an and, awful uh, parent. Wow, I know, right? How dare we try to protect Mercury his Mercury in him. Oh God. <laughs> Watch out for the government trackers we put in there, you know, Lord. But uh, so unfortunately, um, he's been 
pretty much pissed off the rest of the day, <laughs> which I guess I can understand why. But his his little his poor little chonky thighs are sore, and uh, and so we've been trying to console him a little bit. So Patty, as gracious as she is, is uh, taking care of him at the moment while we do the show. And uh, outside of that, man, he's he's doing great. He's really doing great. That's um, it's uh, it's it's a joy every day to see what's new. And to see pictures of wow, man, I can't believe over the last couple of days he got as big as he has, and yeah, that's my kid, man, that's my dude. It's it's crazy. It's still crazy to think about, but uh, it's it what a joy it's been so far. And and those little moments like that are just so rewarding when he smiles and and uh, not after he got his shots. So, you know, <laughs> I felt bad about that one. But, what an uh, awful parent you are, Cade. I know. I'm telling you, Max. Let me let me let me tell you this. So I know we're running short on time. I got a story. I got to tell you real quick. Let's hear it. Let's hear um, it. Um, just because I thought that these folks would enjoy this. Um, genius, absolutely genius idea. So let me try to condense this as much as I can, but still really give you the bullet points here. Right. So, uh, we live in a house. Go figure. What? And uh, right, and a couple of years ago, we basically um, kind of took over the house from my father-in-law, Dennis, great listener of the show. Dennis, thanks for awesome listening. Awesome guy. Ten out of ten, my future father. Ten out of ten would recommend. Um, <laughs> and um, we continued renovation on it. Second renovation project. I was not as thrilled about this one uh, because I did not enjoy the first one. Um, but, uh, you know, we got going and, and did our thing. And, uh, at one point and during the renovation project, we were tearing up the old tile and, um, we bought, uh, some, some tools, had a little air gun and, uh, got the stuff to like tear the tile up. Let me be the first person to tell you, not the easiest thing I've ever done in the world. So I've heard. And, uh, yeah, if less, oof, Lord. And, um, my dad, very graciously loaned us his air tank, large air tank, made it a little bit easier. So my dad, uh, ironically enough, now it is uh, August of the year 2020, uh, is redoing uh, the tile in his house. So he is talking about. Uh, he's like, first he he's gung ho about doing it. He's like, I'm gonna tear, I'm gonna do the tile myself. He gets the tool from Dennis. He gets the air air gun. He gets the the scrapers from me. He's like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm saving the money. I'm not paying for these people to come tear this tile up. And then, all of a sudden, has a change of heart. He's like, well, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about how much work this is gonna be, uh, let me look into some prices. Like, how much would it be to get this tile taken up? And so I'm talking to him, and he's like, yeah, I was doing some research, and uh, you know, we were looking at this guy charges. Um, you know, $200 per square of tile to take it up. What? And I said, what? uh, what? I said, excuse me? He charges what now? Uh, he says he charges $200 per square tile. I said, dude, hire me. I'll do it for you. I say, tell your dad to pay me 150. I've already tile, done it. I'll do it. I've yeah. already done it. I'm, yeah. I'm an expert practically in the subject. I will do it. I said, $200, man. Hire me per tile. And then I'm like, I'm sitting here doing the motions for him, like, no, 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 no. Jeff Bezos, here I come, man. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. 
And so I was like, man, what a great business idea. Yeah, I hated it when I did it. But guess what? If I was doing it and every time I popped a tile, I said to myself, $200, I would be in a much better mood. Let me go ahead and put it that way. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, here I go. Here I come, dude. Richest like, man no more. <laughs> you know, like it, it sucked. But like, you know, for every tile that was like such a pain in the ass to get up, there was one that like popped up with barely any effort. So I feel like when you get one of those one that pops up with barely any effort and you go, I just made $200. It's like dude, the greatest feeling in the world. man. <laughs> 200 bucks per tile. Yeah. So he ended up not hiring that person. He got a much better deal, but I still said, Hey, listen, $200. I'll come do it, man. That's what I'm saying. Tell him if he really doesn't like this other guy he hired, I'm willing to do it for 150 per tile. Uh, for you real. Know, save on some labor. You know, I really understand his pocket matters. So 150 a tile. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Fair um, offer, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. Anyways. Gosh, that yeah. listen, that's a genius. Genius scam. I mean, um, business idea. Yeah. Wow. Dang, yeah. man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that good for him. Good for whoever is, is still hiring him. Yeah. Because that's... he's making buku bucks to tear up your time. And you know what? He wasn't the most expensive. That's the crazy part. Wow. I don't even want to know what the highest was. <laughs> I don't even want to know. I think the highest was like three something, but it, it was quote unquote dustless. And uh, let me tell you from somebody who's done this before, if it's dustless, I just, I mean, the meticulousness that you have to have to do that is ridiculous. I don't even want to know. They literally do it with a toothbrush, you know, or something, or like a butter knife is how they're Maybe. pulling it up. Maybe. Or they got a fancy shop vac they hook up to the end or something, but. Listen, kid, I would not pay someone to tear up per tile 350 or $400. No. Per tile, no. unless they're wiping my ass every time I poop. There's right. people out there who pay it. That's what I want you to know. <laughs> That's what That's, I want you to know. It better, like, my, my tiles better have gold plating on the bottom of the new ones. Like, no. Yeah, when no. you guys, you guys are going to see a truck drive by soon, rag shoe tile removal. You'll know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll We're know. We're breaking into a new industry. We're like, wow, all of a sudden, Cade and Max sound really good. They have these nice new microphones. I wonder how they afforded that. Oh, yeah, we wow. took up four tiles. <laughs> <laughs> four tiles. <laughs> And we're done. Thank you. That was the end. And of we're done. Yeah. That's, uh, we're done with the project. After four yeah. of them, thank you so much. You can Have hire someone else day. now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, what do you think? It's time we wrap this uh, puppy up here in a bow. Yes, sir. You got you got a quote for us? Other than there's a snake in my boot this week. I do believe it or not. <laughs> I do actually. Um, and this one comes real full circle because uh, for those who missed a few weeks ago about Max's rant about uh, fortune cookies and their really terrible sayings. Uh, this one came from a fortune cookie, and it's actually oh. pretty good. So hopefully this can be a little bit of a redeemer for fortune cookies. <laughs> Better be, bud. Yeah, so good play on words here. So the quote is, uh, failure is the path of least persistence. Okay, F failure is the path of least persistence. Correct. That's a good one, but I also feel like I almost tied my tongue there, as I yes. said. Yes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Very good one, Cade. Absolutely. Thank you for a uh, little bit of inspiration there. And uh, I thank everyone. Thanks for joining us in another episode. Sode. Don't forget to join us. Don't forget to uh, check out <laughs> onceuponatea.net uh, to get some cool, cool teas, coasters, mugs, blankets, towels. They even have shower curtains, just saying. Anything you can believe and use promo code RAGCHU for 10% off to support the podcast. 
And uh, don't forget to follow us over on social media at Ragshoe Podcast. Tweet us some topics you want to hear about, want to hear us talk about. And um, hold on, Kate, I'm getting a phone call. Hello? Howard Dean, take it away. Ah!